Welcome to the Uplift Effect podcast. My name is Jill. I'm the host of this podcast, and I am just thankful and happy that you are here today. Thank you for spending a few minutes of your time joining me today because today I am going to talk about what I believe is one of the single most important things that I learned in a clinical setting, but I have also learned as I have raised my four children that have made the biggest impact in my relationship with my kids and or my clients. I'm gonna give you a secret that's not rocket science but it is something that is missed and overlooked and forgotten about. And in the hustle and bustle of life, we forget that this one thing can really, really make a huge impact in our relationships with our children. And they are gonna, the the effects of that are going to last forever. So I'm going to take a really quick break because I want to tell you about a program that I have almost ready to release. I really, really, really wanted this to be ready in February, but I am so excited because I have condensed everything that I have going on, which is a variety of things with the uplift effect. And I have everything coming now to one platform. I just cannot tell you how excited I am about that. Like my blog, my podcast, Um, all of the programs that I have done, the courses, everything, it's all going to be in one place. So all emails, everything. So I am excited to share with you about a mini course uh, for parents that I am getting ready to release. So let me give me just a minute. Let me tell you about that. And I will meet you back on the other side, because I want to tell you about this one thing that has changed my relationship with my kids. Parents, I am excited to tell you that in the next few weeks, hopefully by the very beginning of April, I will be ready to kick off the Chaos to Confidence Parenting Academy mini-series. I put this together. It is a framework that I have used in the corporate setting, but also in the family setting that I believe is instrumental and how you look at and put together what you are doing in your family. Now, you may be like, what do you mean look at and put together? Well, a business, when they're growing, needs to have a business plan, and they need to have a vision statement, a mission statement. And there's a couple other things that they really need that are key components to their success. Well, a lot of families never spend the time to look at their family as through, through those same lenses. And I'm going to help you do that. There is a fundamental component, the foundation of what I believe that every organization needs and doesn't use, but every family absolutely has to have. It will make decision fatigue a thing of the past. It will make clarifying what you are doing as you are navigating behavior issues with your kids or how you are going to spend time, how you are going to address certain things that come up in your family. I'm going to help you with a framework that is going to make that process so much easier. And it requires just a little bit of homework. It's not a lot. The program has me doing videos, but it also comes with PDFs so that you can start putting together paper and pen 
and you can begin to write out what would sort of look like a family plan. Otherwise, for a business known as a business plan. And I am going to help you see and understand and put that together so that you recognize how imperative this is to developing and growing your children the way you have always wanted. It's going to give you the confidence, which is why this is called chaos to confidence. It's going to give you the confidence that you need to know that you have what it takes because you have a plan in place. And that's one of the biggest things that I want to leave you with. This is helping you get a plan in place. There's nothing worse than trying to raise kids by winging it. That's not a parenting plan. It doesn't work. It never will. And it will not yield the results that you're looking for. I am excited to show you and to bring to you the Chaos to Confidence Parenting Academy mini-series. The, in the show notes, I am going to have my very new website um, listed there for you. And if you will enter your email address, I will be sure that you have this information sent to you. It is, I am so proud of it. I'm excited for it. And I truly believe that our families are in crisis and we need this now more than ever. If you do not have a plan, you are going to be uh, disappointed in the results that you're getting. Let's get a plan in place so that you can parent with some confidence. Okay, so I know that it's kind of audacious to be like, really, there's one thing, there's, there's just one thing that's totally changed the relationship you have with your kids. Well, I got really thinking about it. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is true. I have one thing that I have done with kids that I was in clinical, uh, a clinical setting with. And that same thing I have used with my kids, my own four kids, and it has made a huge difference. And I get asked about this a lot. That's sometimes what I think about when I'm doing podcast. Like, what's the next podcast episode? Well, it's what you guys ask me about. How do I have the relationship with my kids that I have? But it was really how I got teenagers particularly to talk to me in a clinical environment about sex abuse. What teenager do you know that wants to go and sit in a therapist's office and talk about sex abuse? The sex abuse that they were the victim of. Like that's not an easy task to, uh, to do at all. But it taught me some things that were really important and it spilled over into what I did at home. And I wanna tell you what it is. Okay, are you ready? Are you listening? Are you taking notes? <laughs> Become interested in what your child is interested in. Yep, that's it. If you will become interested in what your child is listening to, talking about, what band they love, what app they're using, what game they love, what shows they're watching, whatever it is that they love doing, Maybe it's a sport. Maybe it's a robotics club. Whatever it is that they are involved in, love doing, or listening to, talking about, any of that. 
if you will become interested in the same things that they love and are doing, it's going to give you an open door. Every time it's going to give you an open door and you know what you do with an open door? You walk in it. That's right. And it may just be cracked, but you go in it and you sit down and you start finding a way. And there have been times that this has been challenging. (laughs) You find a way to really enjoy what they enjoy, or at least you have a good poker face about it. You may not actually love that music, but you can say, what is it about this music? I'm so curious. What do you love about it? Is it the lyrics or is it the beat? Maybe it's the lyrics. Ask them about that and say, tell me more about that. Maybe they love watching sports. They don't play sports, but they love watching it. What if you sat down and you watched it with them and you said, tell me everything you know about what's going on. Like, what player are you watching? What if they love music and they have bands that they really stay true to? Ask them what that is. Tell them to play those for you. Find out why. Where where did they find out about this band? What apps are they using? Now, My kids would maybe, I think at first they were like a little bit suspicious about the app thing. Like, are you watching me on apps? No, I'm just wanting to know, like, what's the newest and coolest thing? Tell me about it. Like, how did you hear about this? And they began to start to tell you things I knew nothing about. And it has really made a difference in my relationship and my connection with my kids. One of my kids at this age in in life, he's almost 25, he's hiring and firing for an organization. He's a manager. And so we're talking about what questions he's asking in in an interview. Like, what, what are you looking for with that question? What are they typically saying? How did that employee turn out? What, what happened there? And my next kid, I have always been involved with his sports because he's very, very athletic and he played all the sports. And I knew what the Titans play signal was. I knew what the Titans play was to uh, designed to do. And in the game time, I was watching that offensive line had better not move because it was a freeze play. My next kid loved sports and was very involved with that, but he had a lot of other interests. And now that's really taking shape in the form of engineering. I'm not an engineer, oh, by the way. I'm really not that excited about astrophysicists. But do you know the number of hours I have been listening to podcasts that he's excited about that are astrophysicists that are talking about all kinds of things that I don't even know how to spell? Yeah. My next kid, my youngest, is very involved in swimming. And so that has been a new world for me and keeping track of times and understanding how it works and what disqualifies you. But she also loves friends and sitting down and watching friends with her and and laughing about the one-liners because I realized that that's how she was interacting with her brothers was by using those one-liners. They would banter back and forth with that. When we become interested in what our kids are interested in, it starts to open a door because there is nothing that people love more than to talk about themselves. And that's true for our kids as well. 
It is absolutely true, even for your teenagers who you think don't like you and don't want to talk to you. And they probably haven't always loved everything that they've talked to you about and interacted with you. That's fine. Keep at it. Find out what they love about whatever it is they're doing. But here's the caveat. Under no circumstance can you switch it and flip it and start giving your advice, your thoughts, or moving into lecture mode. (laughs) Because this one is what ruins the entire premise of everything else I've said. It is so easy, especially when it comes down to like um, the music they're listening to. I've had a few moments where I had to really, really, really bite my tongue because I'm like, you know, that's like not the greatest language. And and listen, when you listen to the lyrics, I mean, do you feel like that's a little degrading to women? You know, I mean, I have really had to bite my lip. There have been other times where I then go back and I'll say, you know, I was thinking about it and I just wondered, you know, what do you think about Like, I mean, what would your girlfriend think about that? What do you think other women would feel about that? So I've asked questions later, but in the moment, in the time, it is not the time or the place. Now, I'm not saying that you listen to filth and trash that is just terribly, absolutely offensive to you. I think there is a way to say, you know, buddy, I appreciate that you really enjoy this music. And I did ask, um, I, and I do want to hear what, what you really love. Is there anything else that you are listening to right now that you enjoy that doesn't have quite um, this much, this negative connotation towards women or not speaking so ugly about other people? Um, is there anything else? And And see if you can kind of use that route. But I have found this to be so important. I think one of the things in a clinical setting, I had to use bands and music and what kids were listening to and watching and funny things that they found on YouTube. This has worked with one of my kids too. Comedy Central. I mean, hysterical, so funny. And I would give them homework and say, I want next week for you to bring to me um, so we can look it up on YouTube, like the funniest joke, the fu- what you love on Comedy Central, you know, and we would listen to it. And I mean, it would be some pretty funny stuff. But I did a lot of work with kids uh, at the basketball court in our courtyard at work and playing horse. I threw a baseball every Tuesday for an hour. And that is how I began to get uh, conversations opened up. It is amazing what you can do when you are distracted with some other things, right? Something that they love. But more than anything, what I will tell you is this. It's not just an opportunity to talk to them about some agenda you may have. I don't actually think that that's what we should do with our own kids. It's about communicating to them that they matter to us and they are worth our time, our investment, and that we are truly interested in them and that we find value in what they think and what they like and what they are interested in, that that matters to us, that I want to get to know them. When we feel like that somebody is interested in us, and values our opinion and wants to get to know us, 
we leave a door open, even just cracked of even a little bit to entertain that because we feel valued in a way that the rest of the world does not do. There is something that happens in our psyche when we are being pursued. We see this in romantic relationships all the time. It can happen in casual friendships as well. But it also can be true with our relationships with our children. When they feel pursued by us, they know and it speaks to the deepest core of who they are, that they are worth our investment and our time and our attention, and that they have value in this world enough to be pursued by us. That, I believe, friends, is one of the greatest things we can do for our kids is to communicate that we are interested in them, not because of what they're doing, not because of how good they are at a certain sport, just because we like them, that we truly like them. They, they hopefully know that we love them, but do they know that we like them, that we value their opinion? that we think that they have some really interesting ways of coming to some conclusions. Now, we may be a little frightened by some of it. That's okay. If somebody asked us my opinion, our opinions at 13 and 14, they should be frightened too because it's just a, a young worldview, but they'll get there. So if I could encourage you in anything, I would encourage you today to start a conversation with your child that just says, hey, I'm curious, like, what's your favorite band? Like, what's the coolest band right now? What what group are you listening to? What's your favorite show right now? What are you watching on Netflix, Hulu? Find those things out. Ask them what they're watching. And then say, would it be okay like, if I joined? Like, I'd really, I don't know anything about that. I would be curious and super interested in, in that because you're interested in it. Would you mind, like, could we watch it tonight? See what they say. If they're a little frightened the first time, especially if you have a teenager, if they're a little frightened and kind of like, this is strange, stick with it. I promise there is nothing more exciting for people than to talk about themselves. And it's going to be the very thing that you're going to have to watch out for. We're going to have to not talk about ourselves and keep it focused on what they want to talk about and they want uh, to share with us. But stay with it. It will pan out and your child will be interested in talking about themselves. They just might be a little skeptical at first. I hope this is helpful today. It's a quick and short reminder of one of the most powerful tools that I know to build relationship with your children by engaging in what they are interested in. After all, the time we spend with our kids, the relationship we build with them is going to be our greatest legacy that we leave behind. There is no job more important than this one right here as a parent.
Have a wonderful rest of the week. Thank you for listening to the Uplift Effect podcast. Please go down to the show notes. I want to see you there. My email is there. I am excited to start uh, showing you now the website and getting you connected with all of the things that we have going on at the Uplift Effect Coaching and Consulting. So I will see you very shortly. I would love to see you on the website. And if you want to email me, I would love to see you in my inbox. Have a wonderful week and we will talk to you very soon. Bye-bye.